1: You
2: don't need me. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music news. Give me a
0: beat.
2: It's time to talk music.
1: I enjoy music.
2: With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This This, this. is the beat. 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 Hi, y'all.
1: I'm uh, very fun, Donna.
2: Thanks, Steve. Uh, hey, a heads up. We have a pair of... Do we have something to give away today? Yes, we do. We have, we're have. we not going to do it right now. We're going to do it between 11 and 12 today, okay? Okay. A pair of tickets to see the Minnesota Wild take on the Arizona Coyotes on Tuesday, April 26th at XL Energy Center.
1: Rocco yesterday called them the Arizona Coyotes, which I thought was really really aggressive
2: it might be coyotes
1: no it's i mean it's always been the coyotes he's but he's he's you know he he likes to he's m- doing that thing march he's trying to, to need a
2: different drummer thing um between 11 and 12 make sure you're listening okay all right we'll make it real obvious when you should call in in the meantime some music news includes a list of weird requests that artists have made while on tour you know like in their rider
1: Sure. You know, like just, green m ms that thing.
2: Exactly. So he thought it would be fun to go down a list and then see what would be in your rider.
1: I would love to know that about you and I'll share mine as well. Okay. I'll
2: have to think on that. Weird Al Yankovic. Ever heard of him?
1: No, sure.
2: He requests one one garish Hawaiian shirt at every appearance. That's fun. Eventually, he stopped when he collected too many. He's always in a Hawaiian shirt, right? So he's probably yeah. like, Well, why don't you buy it for me?
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm coming to your thing. The weekend's like, Hey, I want 8 million. Weird Al says, How about a Hawaiian shirt?
2: I didn't know you could ask for clothing.
1: Sure. You're a celebrity. You can ask for anything.
2: <laughs> kind of like that. Cher likes a separate room for all of her wigs. <laughs> Wonder uh, how many wigs
1: does she have?
2: Must be a lot.
1: I don't know when people she are in
2: I can't tell either if it's a good one. Yeah. I think that's great. Jennifer Lopez. Uh-oh. She prefers an all-white dressing room to keep her mind and spirit at ease. So we're talking white couches, white tables, white flowers, white candles.
1: You know, there's something to that. If you're about to go and perform and you're in a room that just sort of is, there's no vision for it. It's just a little of this, a little of that, whatever, you know, colors matter. Like they say, red paint in a room sort of can not increase good. some anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, you know, different colors do different things. So much, as much as I want to sort of poke fun at a diva tendency of J-Lo, I kind of jibe with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I said jibe because it's not jive. It's jibe. J-I-B-E.
2: J-I-B-E. Rihanna, she likes to have a plush animal print rug to walk barefoot on.
1: Queen. I like
2: that.
1: Yes, I want a plush rug.
2: uh, Justin Timberlake, ever heard of him? Sure. He has doorknobs sanitized every two hours.
1: Not weird anymore. That is not true. a thing anymore.
2: That's true. But, you know, I also get it. If you're a touring artist, if you get sick, it affects so many people.
1: Yeah, imagine you get the flu or a bad case of COVID and you're knocked down, right? Yeah, I mean, And then it's like, sorry to the next three cities that we were supposed to be in.
2: Exactly. Then everyone gets mad at you. I took a day off from work. I had to get a babysitter, yada, yada. So that makes perfect sense to me. Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> I don't like this at all. Okay. <laughs> she has. Now her... I want to guess. What okay. This oh, is, guess what it is.
1: Um, it is.
2: Well, one of them is fine.
1: It is one like people there to sort of um, speak affirmations to her
2: <laughs>
1: You that would irritate no, you.
2: No, that's hilarious, though. That's so funny. No, she has her dressing room set to seventy-eight
1: degrees. Oh my! That's terrible. That is so hot.
2: Yeah, I mean it's probably good for her voice, but bad for her. You know, body. Correct.
1: Forehead, armpits.
2: Correct. She likes also to have well seasoned chicken.
1: That's very oh. non specific. I'm with her on that. Just well seasoned
2: chicken. That's Just it. I don't care. It. it could be fried. It could be baked. It could Whatever. be boiled. It could be broiled. Don't boil it. Don't boil it. That's disgusting. That's what you give the dog.
1: <laughs>
2: with rice uh, Selena Gomez after her breakup with Justin Bieber in 2014 she had those on her team named Justin go by different names
1: that seems like a fake story
2: I agree
1: that just seems fake. it's funny though uh, it's funny I was just I'm re-watching some 30 Rock right now I watched a couple episodes last night I watched it on the plane the other day and was laughing out loud And I thought, goodness, I forgot how much I really enjoyed that show. But sure enough, Jack Donaghy is the character that Alec Baldwin plays, the big wig boss. And there's a new guy who comes in, a new hire, a new cast member. And he's like, hi, my name's uh, Jack, whatever. And he's like, no, it's not. There's only (laughs) one Jack here. And then he's like, you are Danny. And then immediately Tina Fey's like, Danny, we need you over here. And he's like, my name's not Danny. It is now. So you're telling me that <laughs> thing happened in real life? I can't believe it. Yep,
2: that. that's funny. Uh Jay-Z during a twenty uh or a two thousand nine tour, he requested seven dressing rooms and high quality peanut butter and jelly.
1: Oh, high quality peanut butter.
2: Britney Spears, after or at a 2011 London show, requested McDonald's cheeseburgers without the buns, 100 figs and prunes, toothpaste, (laughs) fish and chips, and a framed photo of Princess Diana.
1: Let me tell you, if your rider includes prunes, you're doing your rider wrong.
2: Well, stop ordering the burgers then. Don't get prunes. Prunes are delicious.
1: Okay. They
2: are. They're so good. Have you had a prune?
1: I've had a prune.
2: They're really good. I've prune had a prune within the very last... very good,
1: too. Okay.
2: All right, when did you have one? Within the last few years. I mean, it's a prune.
1: No, the best thing you can say about a prune is you can say it's not as bad as people say, but you can't say, oh, prunes, yes, prune. Oh, my gosh, I love them. This is the least surprising thing you've said today.
2: All right, whatever. <laughs> metallica in 2004 they requested bacon to be served with every single meal
1: (laughs) now that that wins for me that's That's the best that's the best one so far
2: Uh, what would you put on yours steve
1: you know i think i'd like to have sour gummy worms a bowl of sour gummy worms
2: i could get that myself
1: I don't know, just be nice to show up to a room that I'm going to be in and there were sour gummy worms for me. Oh, what would I you suppose. have?
2: Well, I would free first off... A range
1: chicken. I would, have, ooh,
2: I would love to have chickens walking around. Oh, I would like... You know, I think I'd want some kind of animal there for me to pet. And I'd want to... F- <laughs> and I would like a nice... doesn't have to be fully stocked, but some kind of bar set up for guests who would come to visit... You know okay. VIPs who come before the show or after the show, so I can entertain.
1: Okay, thank you. Chili dog. What would you What would you have waiting in your dressing room if my talk provided one for you?
0: Oh, a coffee machine, like a nice that, espresso machine. Oh, I like that too. That's, That's, nice. Nice. That's good. Oh,
1: espresso, so good. Oh, I love espresso. We gotta go. Uh, we gotta go. Uh, when we come back, we're going to do a little book talk. I am reading a book that is suggesting that I write my own eulogy. I love it. Now. Yes. I'll tell you what the book is. Love it. Why they say you should do it. Uh, Donna's thought about the same concept as well. Mm -hmm. So we'll talk death when we come back. And how it could make you live better. That when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Um, Steve,
2: Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June.
1: Wait a minute. Isn't that
2: thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at YMCANorth.org. Play. Listen. Good morning, welcome back, you guys. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve Show on my Talk one oh seven one. Steve, I'm very impressed that you have been reading. You know, I've moved on to a second book myself.
1: This is good. We're, this is yeah, great. we're getting through. We're getting through books at a better clip now. I think so. You just got to find the right ones. Are well, you, you interested? You
2: read more like nonfiction nonfiction and self help
1: big time um i'm a big fan of uh my favorite genre generically is nonfiction within that though it, it it's biographies it's um
2: i like those too. Bi-
1: biographies behind the scenes sort of stories it's funny we were just talking about 30 rock there's a book that i saw at the bookstore a couple weeks ago, and it was all a behind-the-scenes oral history of 30 Rock. Hmm. And I thought, oh, I bet that'd be a pretty fun book to read. It wouldn't exactly, you know, turn into a bunch of conversation for you because it's very specific, but it would be fun. It would be enjoyable. Uh, this one happens to be a little bit more of a uh, self-helpy book. I've probably not read as much self-help as you think I have, but I do, if there's a good one, there's a, there are a bunch of dumb ones. You know, I mean, there's just a a bunch of dumb every genre of book. And so self-help can get very woo-woo and very just like, what are we doing here? But then there are others that it seems they take a bit more of an honest, even keel approach to it. Um, And so, you know, I jive with that. So I had a buddy who recently sent me a book by Donald Miller. The book is called Hero on a Mission. Donald Miller, the name might ring a bell. Uh, He's an accomplished author, perhaps most notably of the book Blue Like Jazz, which I feel like I read about 15 years ago or so. And now he writes a lot of business books and stuff like that. But he came back and wrote this book called Hero on a Mission. First of all, this sucker is 190 pages. Mm -hmm. So it's a nice, quick book to get through. But in it, and we're going to get to the, the eulogy thing here in a second, but for context... In it, he talks about the fact that we are all... Donna, you're living the Donna Valentine story. There's a story that you're living out right now. Right. And and very often, he says that people get trapped in what he calls, using writer speak, a narrative void where they're not really pushing forward the plot. You're not watching... What do you like about a, a story is you like watching characters change. You're not looking for a perfect hero. You're looking for a flawed hero who stares down his or her own weaknesses And then powers through them, grows through them. So he says in every story there are four characters: you have got the hero, the villain, the victim, and the guide. Hmm. And so he talks a lot about not buying into victim mentality, which is essentially where you say, "Oh, you know, those are just the cards I've been dealt." That kind of thing, sure. And where you're then you're working all on your external factors dictate your enjoyment of a given day, of a given month, of a given year. And that is victim mentality. And he does say, not to say that nobody, like some people are dealt really tough cards, but a life, a story is always about what do you do with what you've been given. And so he's talking about rising above and becoming a hero in your story, not in a like self-help, pat yourself on the back, look at what you've done, but in a take an active part in your story. And, uh, you know, use the faculties and the agencies that you have to push your own story forward, find a great cause, find how to live selflessly. And, and, you know, it talks about interesting stuff and he's really cool because he, what I'm digging about the book is he mentions the messiness of life, which is often our virtuous thoughts that we have inside are overlapped by our own, uh, like desires. For instance, with what you do with work, you might want to be used for a purpose you want to have your your talents put to good use and to and to bless people but it's not all virtuous mm-hmm. because you're also trying to make money you're trying to set yourself up so you have a good life so you can travel retire whatever and so you know it addresses the sort of the messiness i think of life which seems honest he now wants me to write a eulogy for me mm. and he encourages this the back half of the book called hero on a mission by donald miller is all about setting up a daily a daily planner that kind of a thing.
0: Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman,
1: To the gym to work out.
2: Pretty sure that's Jlo Lo. And P.S. The person behind
1: all of this is Chris Jenner
2: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Thing which you've heard before, but he has a different approach. And so he mentions write a eulogy, and that was the chapter that I started last night. And what he wants you to do, having not exhausted his whole process just yet. It seems that he's all about reverse engineering your life. And so write down your eulogy in terms of what, what do you want your eulogy to write? What do you want your legacy to look like? But hmm. if you write it down, it crystallizes. And so you figure out what do you want your eulogy to say? What do you want your life to have meant? What do you want your impact on your family, on your coworkers, to have been, to your community? Write it down and talk about it. And I think he's going to go here. Your involvement in that, you know, he was a, he did this with his family, he, all of these action points, and then allow that to be sort of a mission statement for your life, thinking, how do I want this to end, and how will I allow that to inform how I live?
2: Okay, so that it's not necessarily what it will say, but what you want it to say.
1: Yes, this is not, it could be, but this is not a get your will and take care of things so that your family doesn't have to deal with this. It's who this do you is, want to be. By the time you die, what do you want your life to have said? What do you want that impact to look like? Mm-hmm. And now write that down clearly, specifically, and allow that to inform and motivate how you live. So when my buddy okay. sent me the book, he said, have you thought about how you want to die? <laughs> I thought, oh, what a funny thing. This is to get in a cute little letter from a friend. Uh, so about halfway through, and it seems seems interesting, and I kind of dig that approach. Okay, although it's a little scary. But he's like, you just embrace death. It's coming. Stop trying to act like it's not going to happen, or turn a blind eye until it comes. It's coming, and if you face that head on now, it actually will. It won't take away from your life. He argues it will enrich your life.
2: Okay, I like that. I like that. I was thinking about writing my own obituary. In little,
1: a, I was going to say a little different because that's like she was survived by that's a little factual maybe not a little so less. much
2: that but about also including gratitude to the friends like your okay. my life was enriched by all these wonderful people and blah 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 that.
1: we don't have time call we need us a caller mm-hmm. 651-641-1071 we're playing a game next
2: Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys mind. listening. I'm Donna and Steve I'm at just service on My mind. Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got Chili Dog, Rachel, yeah. filling in for the vacationing DJ Rock Lobster. Oh, cool. Ready to play a game, Steve?
1: Yeah. Let's do it. It's
2: time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture
0: Knowledge.
2: It's like Quiz Ball three trivia questions to find out who's smarter.
0: Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun.
2: And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster Lobster.
0: I want to see how smart you are. Well, it's not DJ Rock, Rock Lobster. Unfortunately, it's me.
1: It's Chili Dog. Chili! Chill, chill, Chill chill.
0: But he did provide me with some great trivia questions for you guys today. Does anyone want to guess what the theme of the day is? San uh, Diego. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good guess. Yeah. Same I either. think it is National Pet Week,
2: something to do with pets in movies. Wrong.
0: Sorry. Okay. Um it's cake day. Cake. Apparently. Yeah. yeah, cake. Okay.
1: Big fan, big fan.
0: Um, that's actually one of my least favorite words. Cake? In the English cake? language. Yeah, cake. I hate the word. No, what's that... up with that? What I the? No, just the way that your mouth makes the noise. Like c Yeah. Cake. I don't
1: know. That's interesting.
2: You're
0: an interesting
2: cat, Chili Dog. Cake.
1: Hmm.
0: Do you want to see who joined us today? Yes, we do. Yeah, because
1: I'm distracted by what you just said. Uh, who do we have? We have Teresa. Hey, T Bone. Welcome into the Don and Steve Show. How are you?
2: Hi. I'm good. Good. I'm good. So, who hey, do you uh... think knows more about cake before Steve starts? You know, asking you what <laughs> you're doing know. with Why your you day. We get
1: out of business. We don't even know who Teresa. Th- 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 you don't have to answer that yet. <laughs> Let's get to know you first. We we want this to be a warm feeling game. What are you doing next in your day after you win or lose this game of college of pop culture knowledge? What's next on your agenda? I'm going to go to work, and I I have to say I picked. I'm
2: working where Donna picked up Buddy Boo. What? Yeah, remember Buddy? You you came to get Buddy Mm. two weeks ago. Mm. (laughs) Donna, come on! You can figure this out. You Uh, dropped him off. Was he he getting his nails done? Oh, was he getting his nails done? Yep. Oh, hi. Hi. How Is are season? you? I'm good. I've been trying to get back in the game, but I've failed. <laughs> That's right. We talked about it, and I said, call us. Yep. That's right. See,
1: Donna, had we just done this really you're cold right. and clinical. You're right, okay. Steve. Right. You're, right. Okay. you're right. You're with right. With that, I, I have you're a feeling, fine. Teresa, I have a feeling that I know who you're going to team up with now because you're already <laughs> best friends with her outside of work. Are you going to go with Donna for cake day?
2: Yes.
1: Okay, wonderful. Um, I will be over here. Just let me know when you need me. Bye.
2: Bye, Steve. All right, Teresa, I think we might be able to handle this. Stand by, okay? Okay. Okay, here we
0: go. All right. Question number one. The band DNCE, Mm -hmm. Dance, had a top 10 hit in 2016 with Cake by the Ocean. Mm -hmm. Who was the former boy band guy who was their lead singer?
2: Joe Jonas.
0: In the epic 1992 music for November Rain, a guy fell into an ornate wedding cake. What band sang November Rain? Guns N' Roses. Right. Van Halen had a single in 1991 called Pound Cake. Who was the lead singer? Who had, what'd you say? Van Halen had a single in 1991 called Pound Cake. Who was the lead singer of Van Halen? Who was at the time? Yep. What year? 1991. That would be David Lee Roth.
2: And then Guns N' Roses, did they sing November Rain? I don't know. We'll go to Teresa, see what she thinks. Yeah, G and I was in November rain. All right, we're good. Locking Let's, in all the answers. Yes, bringing Steve back. All right, come on, buddy, Hi, boo. Steve. Yeah, come on, come on, boo. Oh my gosh! Wow, guys, I Rocco hardly, was nice
1: can, to us. Hardly respond to a text message from an esteemed colleague of ours. That was quick. Was it me? I said esteemed. No, my
2: bad. Aww.
1: No, no, someone from our sales department. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, welcome back, Steve. Thank you. I'm excited to go here. Let's talk cake.
0: All right. The band DNCE had a top ten hit in twenty sixteen with Cake by the Ocean. Who is the former boy band guy who is their lead singer?
1: Mr. Jonas.
0: In the epic nineteen ninety-two music video for November Rain, a guy fell into an ornate wedding cake. What band sang November Rain?
1: Guns and Roses, Joe Jonas, first one.
0: Van Halen had a single in 1991 called Pound Cake. Who was the lead singer?
1: This could be one of a couple. It was Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Was it the Peter guy? Peter Gabriel. Mm -mm, That doesn't sound right. Uh, We're going to go Eddie Van Halen. Donna, is that right? Please tell me.
2: I'm not telling you. No. Dang it. All right. (laughs)
1: That's cold. That's cold. I asked you. You're my friend. I, I want Teresa to
2: win a prize.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, no, it would have been David Lee Roth or or Sammy or Hagar.
1: Sammy Hagar. That's what I said.
0: Okay. We'll start from the top. The band DNCE or Dance had a top ten hit in 2016 with "Cake by the Ocean." Fun Their song. Their lead singer was, in fact, Joe Jonas. You guys both got that right. Woo! Peace. Woo-hoo. Right. <gasps> and then the epic 1992 music video for November Rain. Band The band that sang November Rain is, in fact, Guns N' Roses. a yes, great
1: song. Donna, that had to be one you could put it on and you could go I to like, the bathroom. Oh, sure. You know, because it was like eight and a half minutes. So Yeah, uh, you get know, a cup of
2: coffee. Music
1: radio, yeah. Come, come back, back, you
2: still
0: have another three minutes before right. you have to hit the next song, yeah. And the last one, Van Halen, had a single in 1991 called Pound Cake. The lead singer was... Sammy Hagar. (gasps) No!
1: Oh, no! I asked for the
0: year to be specific, and I was like,
2: oh, yeah, that's totally David Lee Roth. So, wait a minute. Stevie
1: Boy, I had been sold off as dead, and now I'm back in the game. All right, Teresa, you get to play this part, too, and if you think you know the answer to this tiebreaker question, say your name, and then Chili Dog will stop, and you'll have an opportunity to answer, okay?
0: Okay. All right. You guys ready? Now. No. Yes. Okay, <laughs> here's a cover song by the band Cake. What song is it?
1: It took all the strength I had just not to fall apart. I'm trying hard to mend the pieces oh. of my broken heart. Steve, man. Uh-huh. I will survive. <laughs> yep, no! that's right.
2: Yeah. Oh no, bust yep. again. Oh. Darn, Teresa. I'm sorry, oh, man.
1: I I do have a student. Steve said it. So, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Sorry, Teresa. uh,
2: Please call us again, okay? Oh, Oh. Oh, man. Oh, man.
1: Dang it. Okay.
2: Well, congrats, Steve. Yeah, Steve. Way to go. (sighs) Hope you feel really good about yourself. Donna. You're my buddy, Boo. Oh, man. i can't help that i'm good are we playing the millennial x games today of course we are yep. we are
1: yeah dj rock lobster left those questions we've got wow. slow jams coming up on friday
2: wow okay we've been
1: really set up for success he's
2: great he deserves his vacation he
0: made my job a lot easier
2: yeah wonderful. great job rachel
0: oh, thanks.
1: thanks yeah Chili. hey Chili. Hey, chilly since clearly you don't have to talk with the caller right now because they mm-hmm. dropped us like a bad habit <laughs> How is your dog doing? Because when you were last filling in with the uh, Don and Steve experience, you were about to pick up your rescue dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: he's Tell doing great. Tell us everything. Um, he's a puppy, so he has puppy energy. It's a mm-hmm. lot. Um, he gets really crazy in like the nine to 10 o'clock hour. Yeah,
1: he so gets the zoomies, start his, running around yeah. the house like a psychopath.
0: Yep. But he's getting better and I got to take him home and he got to meet all his doggy cousins and he had a lot mm. of fun with them. So, um, What's his name? Gus.
2: Perfect. Great. Perfect. Gus, That's great a name. really good Easy. name. Great name. Good job. I call
0: him Gustafur. I
2: love yes, it. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh, congratulations. Oh, thank you. I'm my getting...
1: dog is also doing well.
0: Oh, yeah. Has, okay, cool. My... How's everyone's dog. Yeah,
2: great. Thanks. Aww. You know,
1: I am thinking of, this counts as a pre-tip before the tip. I am thinking of giving my dog a CBD gummy and then trying to clip his nails. Hmm.
2: Okay. Good luck to you, my friend.
1: Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy.
2: Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Show getting tipsy. Okay, Steve. I don't know if I would do that myself. i you know, here's. I started bringing my guy in a lot more often, which is where I met Teresa. Um. Mm, like once a month you were supposed to bring your dog in. I've oh, never done sh- that before. I've let let their nails go for like, I don't know, I four or five months. Don't do it. I know. You got to keep you- them short because once you start hearing them yeah, on your floor. Very loudly. It's time to clip them.
1: Well, they're very loud right now. And when, when I'm like, Rex, you want to go outside? You just hear like, kink, kink, <laughs> as he kink, kink, tries kink. to get paw sticking to the floor under him because it's just a... A whole situation. And we recently purchased a leather sofa. So I don't want him scratching it up. If I, you know, I'd like to just try to do my part there. But I thought maybe I could do it. But I've never tried giving him a CBD gummy before. But I hear it can help your dog feel a little mellow. Somebody suggested it it because we had a very bad encounter at a groomer where he's, he's having a little trouble there. They left him with very, very long eyebrows. They shaved the rest of his body. You know, things aren't as easy as they seem.
2: I know. Good luck. You could probably do it. Just be careful.
1: Yeah, you got to... Don't get to the white part.
2: Yeah. I mean, what color are your dog's nails? How dare you? Like, my dogs are black. Okay.
1: Is that good or bad?
2: I don't know. Which is easier to see? (laughs) The clear one? The quick.
1: Yeah, where's the quick? Is that what they call it? The quick? The quick. Yeah, and sometimes
2: you get them, and then you have to, like, get one of those pencils that help stop the bleeding oh geez. yeah it could be traumatizing
1: i feel like it could be traumatized if i just send him up to you know the big box store i don't know is he going to do well there or are they going to tell me afterward we had a little bit of trouble with him
2: mine screams loudly every oh. time i bring him <laughs> i could hear him across the store and now someone will be like wow what's going on with that dog and i'll just be like i know it's crazy feel bad for their owner
1: you know then i go back and he's just like "Eh." Hey! <laughs> oh no! And then what do you do? You just leave. I, I, I bet you they're backed up. You can't even get an appointment right now. I just, now, walk, in. I just walk in. I just walk in. You think I could take my dog there today? Yeah, done Think you should do it during the workday. Yeah, oh, my
2: bring him in like two hours. All right. All right bye, buddy. Thanks. All right. No, I have I have a tip. It's four twenty, you guys. It's four twenty. Speaking of CBD oil, oh, uh, there are a bunch of deals going on right now. The only thing that I'm seeing really that is in our neck of the woods is uh, Jimmy John is running a promo called how high are you? And oh. the discount you get depends on your elevation. So if you go to get high with Jimmy it'll tell tell you whether you're not so high, kind of high or the highest based on your elevation, you could get 20% off. Okay. So if you're in Colorado, hmm. you'd probably get a better deal.
1: Yeah. Fun fact about Albuquerque, thanks for asking. It's actually at a higher elevation than Denver, which they call the Mile High City. No way. But uh, not a lot of people focus on that.
2: Thank you for sharing. Your vulnerability never ceases to amaze me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a quick breather, Uh, my friends. Thanks so much for uh, hanging out. Before we go, we do want to uh, remind you of some fun things that we have available here, as I think to our uh, listener rewards that we've got. Let's see uh, all sorts of goodies you could get. Movie passes to a screening of Downton Abbey, A New Era, or Fandango movie tickets to the new animated film, The Bad Guys. Plus, we have got gift cards and more. Everything up for grabs in our listener rewards can be found on our app, downloaded today, or on our website, MyTalk1071.com. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about Netflix uh, mm-hmm. and what they the bad news that they got yesterday, bad news that they hadn't received in a decade, we'll tell you what it was and what their plans are to uh, rebound. When we come back on Donna and Steve on My Talk.
0: Hello, welcome
2: back, Donna and Steve. Happy Hump Day, everybody!
1: Oh, that's right, because it's the middle of the week.
2: That's right, Steve. You get so it. So that's because referencing we're over the a hump. Yes, like yes, the camel's yeah. back. That's right. You're smart. Oh,
1: really. I guess it's not directly about the camel. Not the really. The Geico commercial. You know, it's over hump the hump.
2: Day? I got to tell you those commercials with like you're turning into your parents.
1: Incredible! They're some of the greatest commercials. I hope they win
2: like every award possible. They are so funny. Laugh out loud.
1: Funny. My, uh, the the I think it's the most recent commercial about you're turning into your parents where they they were velcroing the remote control to the coffee table. (laughs) It set up a velcro strip there. And my dad, who is of a certain age, was annoyed with always losing the remote control when we all go home for Christmas and there's a bunch of kids and they're walking off with remotes and all that stuff. So to my knowledge, I think what he did was he electrical taped a paint stirrer, like that big wooden stick that they give you (laughs) when you get that. And so the whole thing... Is just big and very. It, it, you know, it's kind of like a, a gas station bathroom. I was gonna say like, where, when you're, you're, you're not in, gonna walk off the keys now. In
2: grade school, they used to give you. Can I get a pass to go to the bathroom? It was a giant block.
1: Yeah, you're dragging it down the hall. <laughs> Sparks are flying. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, and my my nephew was watching the commercial and said, "Hey, isn't that kind of like what Pap does?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, it it's is. It's yeah,
2: hilarious. There's one where a woman's like got a sign that says "Live, Love, Laugh," and he's like, "No, <laughs> put it in the," and then he makes her put it in the garbage.
1: <laughs> oh God!
2: Uh, the problem is I can't remember who the who the product is. Who the is it? Progressive or something like that?
1: Something like that. See, that guy's so funny. He's great. He is just. He's <laughs> such a his delivery is just really really enjoyable. Yes. But I could see myself as time goes on sort of devolving evolving depending on your perspective into the when you enter the I don't give a darn phase <laughs> of your life. Yep. You know, but but the, when they're going into the game, the football game and they're talking about how much the parking lot must make, what time are they planning on leaving still yes, the end of traffic. the third quarter. <laughs> um also pointing out things from planes, you know. Uh, the waitress doesn't need to know your name.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yeah. It looks
1: so it's, good. It's it's just spot on. Yeah. So relatable.
2: So good. Any so that's not why you called. Mm-mm. Um, let's talk about Netflix.
1: Well, they lost two hundred thousand subscribers. That's this a is lot. The, it is a lot relative to how many they have. I think it's not cause for dire concern. But then some projections saying that they could lose as many as two million. By the end of the second quarter of this year, all because of the price hike. Uh, that's what people think. There was a price hike that happened recently, and people are saying, nah, nah, I'm not going to do this anymore. There are so many other streamers out there. But now Netflix is saying, okay, wait a minute. We can do something that we previously had said would not be in our plans, which is to offer a, a cheaper ad-supported plan. So if you're okay hanging out with some commercials, you'll be able to have a Netflix offering that will be a little bit cheaper. If you don't mind, you'd rather save the few extra bucks each month. So they're trying to figure that out. But the streaming wars are funny because it is so much. What a stressful situation it would be to be an executive at a streamer. Because what happens is if you offer a projection of, hey, we've been doing really well. Like, for instance, Disney Plus. They had some sort of a projection as to how many subscribers they would get within their first two years, and then about six months in, they were already at like half of it or something like that. Great news, right? They're really moving at a great pace. Mm -hmm. And then the next quarter, the time that they had to report their earnings and they said, all right, our subscriber growth slowed a little bit. Then it causes concern. It's like everybody immediately dismisses the fact that you overshot the goal the first time. And now the fact that you come under a little bit, everybody gets you know, they're undies in a bunch and they're all upset about it. And I just think, what a stressful way to operate a business. It seems that they are always at the mercy of how many new subscribers did we get this month or this quarter. And then from that, they have to try to talk down their shareholders. And then they have to look, look across the street and say, what did Disney Plus do? What did Hulu do? What did Paramount Plus do? What all these different streamers and they're constantly just battling each other and that's gonna happen until they all just become a monopoly. A conglomerate. And we're paying yeah. it's like paying for cable again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I you know what's interesting to me is I don't first of all, I don't know how much Netflix costs right now, anybody?
1: Is it like sixteen ninety nine a month for the stream streaming? As if people are still getting DVDs. Why am I delineating? but I think it's like 69 and okay. I'll, I'll find out.
2: Okay. Well, I, first of all, they're one of the pricier streamers out there, but they're not putting out as good of content as some of the other streamers are. And I think that's where the problem lies because they've always resisted the idea of an ad supported version, but they're embracing it now as a way of bringing in new subscribers I don't know that that would. Why would they think that would bring in more subscribers just because of the, a lower price point?
1: Because I think what they're trying to do is stop the bleeding. So if people are in fact I saying, see. "You know what? You put the prices up. No, thank you. I'm not going to do it." Then, but even though I liked your content, give an option. Because Netflix has had a lot of good content. Oh
2: yeah, yeah yeah. yeah.
1: Um, they have their premium package. I don't know what that includes. Is ninety nine a month? Okay.
2: okay. Standard
1: is fifteen ninety nine, and their basic, or as Anna Delvey would say it,
2: so basic
1: plan is 9.99 a month.
0: <laughs> it's funny that you oh. mentioned them becoming a conglomerate and like re- relating it to cable because I thought the same thing in in more ways than one because Netflix specifically and Hulu they're starting to do weekly shows. It's like mm-hmm. isn't the point of streaming that you get all of it all at once? So it's like it, you right. got to wait every week for a new episode of a show? Yeah. It's like this is just cable.
2: It's more so I feel like HBO Max maybe doing that? No.
1: No, they're, they're starting yeah, to shift. No, you are right. starting to get sort of some slow bleeds on shows, which you're right that it resembles Cable Chili Dog. I also like that part of it because I thought the binging, we're dropping the whole season at once, caused such a frenzy of you better cancel all your weekend plans. I hope you weren't thinking of doing anything except watching the show because come Monday you're going to have to dodge spoilers. You're going to be ducking and covering under hard surfaces because otherwise people are like, oh, I already finished Stranger Things. Oh, but what if we just stagger, do four episodes, and then one weekly or something? There are so, so many different ways to do that. So that part of it resembling cable,
2: yeah. Sometimes I like. They'll drop two at once and Girl, then you have to
1: wait. What if they drop three at once? A different thing, right? it's. See, this is why our show works. Do you think they're going to talk about <laughs> us today at the luncheon?
2: I hope so. You're my best friend, by the way.
1: I want to take a break now. All right. I'm um, on board with that. We have got some movie news, some Matt Damon, Ben Affleck news. Oh, The new yeah. movie they're working on together, which is cool.